Hello everyone, Ohio gozaimasu, welcome to the show. I'm looking extra warm and cozy tonight, I guess. Uh, it continues the experiment of me playing with my lighting. Um, anyways, my name is John. We're the morning anime show that doesn't take place in the morning, but it's morning in Japan, so that's how we get away with it here. Um, today is a big show. We're going to be talking about... Um, Jujutsu Kaisen, basically most all the show. We've got a full panel of guests to do so. We've all seen the uh, latest episode that the show has to offer. Being the new season has just begun. So um, I'm going to start bringing people in here. Uh, we'll start with, uh, we're going to go left to right. JP, how's it going? Hey, what's going on, man? Oh, not too much. Um, just... In my, like I say, ever-ending battle to find the right lighting situation I want. Um, but we'll get there. We call this uh, instant snow. We had a, just a severe thunderstorm roll through here. Oh, really? Started at 7.45, ended at 8 o'clock. Hail, everything. Just came down, dumped a whole bunch of water and hail, and then now it's like slightly gloomy, but huh. all gone. <laughs> it's awesome. Well, let's... Um, uh, I hope I don't get that. We have a new picnic table and umbrella up and everything else. So I'm always worried now it's going to blow away at some point. Mm -hmm. so, um, welcoming in for, it's been a while now since she's been on this, this show in particular, but Andrea, how's it going? Hey, good to see you. Yeah. Yeah. Good to see you too. It's been, uh, what? I mean, if I can see you, John, John, is that you in your dim lighting? <laughs> Now it's too dim. Yeah. <laughs> no, the, on the, the contrary, I feel like very, <laughs> I feel like very, very bright. Vibrant. In this. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So you're going to bring the life to the party. That's for sure. So. All right. I'll do my best. Um, welcoming in as well, Phil in like another new spot. See, I to my lighting it, changes. Phil's location changes. The camera I, shifts. I want to keep you guessing. Yeah. Yep. He's a wanderer. I am indeed. Yep, he's got the uh, shirt, the Yuji Itadori shirt. Oh, yeah. So, ready to go. Reppin. Awesome. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And then, uh, last but not least, Mike, how's it going? Oh, there he goes. Mike, can you hear going us? Going well. Okay. How are you guys all doing? Good, I hear yeah. you. Excellent. You, um, you look like you got a haircut or something. Looking fresh. You're just not wearing a hat. I did. <laughs> I'm not wearing a hat because I got a haircut. Nice. <laughs> nice. It's taken me, right. you know, three years. This is what oh, short hair looks like. JP's <laughs> got one too. Oh my gosh. Oh, I man. went to a wedding. Yeah. And right. it was a Haitian I'm wedding. I'm using too much of my hair to do that. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay. Well, I hope you had a good time at the wedding, JP. Oh, I was going to say, some dude. Uh, Black guy told me I looked pretty good with my blue suit coat on. He's like, dog, you look, that looks fresh. And I was like, <laughs> you just want, like top of the world the entire wedding after that. Oh my gosh. Like, I was glowing. Like it was, strutting. it was yeah. so much fun. So imagine a left leaning liberal and a right wing conservative cop getting married. Mm -hmm. And it was an absolute blast. Black people awesome. taught all the white people how to dance. And it was just, <laughs> I mean, I, 
I've never seen like 30 people on a dance floor for three hours in a row, but my God, it was awesome. Nice. It is kind of sad sometimes when there's a DJ or band or whatever, that's the whole dance floor and it's basically barren, you know, that, yeah. that certainly happens. So it's all about the crowd, the crowd. And I'm telling you, her family got out there. They, she had, you know, the crazy aunts, you know, they were just, everybody was out there just the whole time. You know, you had the slow grinders, you had the old people just like, Oh, this is our song. And then, you know, they're playing like nineties hip hop and you see like the 60 year old couples like, Oh, I love this. And they get up there and they're just going all out. I mean, it was, it was a blast. All right. So yeah. They remember awesome. it from when their kids were growing up, which exactly. speaking as one of those kids, like it's so hilarious to watch your parents be like, I remember this when you were a teenager. <laughs> I was chaperoning. Uh, I remember. <laughs> all right. Well, awesome. That's good. Um, Let's see. Yeah, it's been a while since this panel has, has met up. So I'm sure some things have happened. We've all been like powering through or some people powering through due to Kaizen to, to catch up and everything. Yep. <laughs> Andrea raises her hand. I know Mike was um, was doing so as well a bit ago. Um, we are going to get into just kind of our general thoughts about Jujutsu Kaisen and where we want to go, you know, the season one and the movie and some of that before we get into the new season. But um, I want to see if anyone has watched any other anime since we've last met up. Uh, I'm going to start with Phil because I know you have. So what have you been <laughs> kind of been uh, poking at or trying to get through or anything like that other than Jujutsu yeah. Kaisen? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I have been watching, you know, um, as your as our loyal viewers know, I, I've been watching a lot the last several months. Um, let's see, I finished up uh, Mashal Magic and Muscles, so I'm all cut up, full full season <laughs> done. Uh, last episode or two were really fun. Uh, finally introduced, kind of like uh, kind of a big bad, like towards the end of the okay. season, because the probably first. Three quarters of it was pretty like tame and nothing that Mash can handle. So it was it was fun. It was really cool. Um, I'm um, on the season finale of both Hell's Paradise and Heavenly Delusion. So okay. I have both those finales nice. to watch. Um, I'm a, not much farther in Attack on Titan, JP. Sorry, but uh, <laughs> um, priorities. I, I, I yeah, thought I was about to say you waste time on those other two, but I know, I know. But now that <laughs> one that's uh, going to change your life. Right, but now that MASH is done, um, Heavenly Delusion's done, I just need to finish it up, and then same for Hell's Paradise. I'll be able to really just devote a lot of time to um, Attack on Titan. So, and I know this... I mean, two of the shows that are in the top trending lists for anime this season has been Heavenly Delusion consistently at number one, Mm -hmm. and then at four or something like that is uh, Hell's Paradise, Mm -hmm. so... Yeah, wasting well, time, I JP. I don't think I have seen them. Like as I'm scrolling, I'm like, oh, these look oddly familiar. I should probably start these. Probably. I wrote it down. It's on my checklist. Nice. There you go. So I'll remember. Nice. But yeah, cool. that's pretty much it. I've been I haven't been watching as much because um, I uh, started the Mistborn series by Brandon Sanderson. I was telling nice. you a little bit about that. I'm a Mike Redham. Andrew, you might be familiar, but super yep. good. It's been taking a little more of my anime watching time. So sure. sorry about that, but I'll get back on the horse. How dare you? You, <laughs> you have to like one kind of thing and that's it, Phil. One <laughs> Stop being cold. Don't be, 
Yeah, yes. don't be multidimensional. I know. No. Yeah. God, you. <laughs> it's hard to follow. <laughs> like I love going to anime conventions, but I'll say that is the issue that a lot of people there are facing is that it's like this is life. You know, that's mm -hmm. it. So and, and like sure. It's fine. A lot of people, you know, um, especially later in years, they find the thing that they lock onto and that's what, you know, brings them happiness. Mm -hmm. But uh I've never been that way. I always have a multitude of things. Yeah. So I need to preoccupy myself. So I think that's healthy generally. Mm -hmm. To have multiple yeah. interests. Speaking as a mental health professional. So <laughs> <laughs> So you wouldn't know anything about it? No. Nah. Yeah. No. <laughs> Did you web it that or? Cash. <laughs> you put it into chat GPT and it recommends yeah. it. There you go. <laughs> Phil's got like a printout from the internet. I read right. it somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, okay. So, um, Mike, I know you were pushing to get through Judas Kaisen. Um, sounds like you did that. Um, did you have time for any other anime in your life no i'm i'm the i'm the lame one who just does what i'm told and nothing more i <laughs> i do not wear additional flair if you catch me I do. I do. I do. <laughs> yeah yeah you know it's it's fine i think that this it's show is easy. good it's gonna keep me up on like what's happening you know in the current season mm -hmm. you know always be looking through that because i do go in phases where it kind of comes in and out and so i think you know even if you're not watching four shows at once if you're watching one or two and it makes it easier more digestible when you're it's a weekly basis thing so um it's yeah. a nice way to you know it works for me and then you know rachel and i share a couple of shows that you know we watch so i'm basically relegated to anime when she's not around or and then I've, I've you know i've got the the little man at home too um yep which i think we we all do but mm -hmm. um yeah that eats up some time like i had to have my eight-year-old watch jaws today you know like what am oh. i gonna do you know i can't watch anime yeah. i'm trying to watch jaws i love right. that face jp that's right he watched the said, shark i love it all about like don't scare your kids before they're like 13 or something otherwise you can like a, all the hosts of the behavioral disorders come uh -huh. from like scary uh, movies is like one of the top things that can traumatize somebody without even realizing it. Cause uh, sometimes don't. they won't tell you why they're scared or what's mm -hmm. causing issues. Yeah. So I was like, Oh great. So I can't watch anything cool for yeah. no, the next time. I was going to say, I'm going to, I'm going to have to go back and tell my dad that he traumatized me. Cause I saw alien yeah. when I was seven. I was watching I saw Chucky trials. on TV. My brother turned yeah. it on. I was scared that till I was like and 17. So, I couldn't yeah. go into the basement. Are you ill adjusted, JP? Okay. Is that what you're telling? How have we gotten to this point? My God, we must be. You want to know how I turned awesome? I went to college and I said, I'm no longer going to be a, a douchebag. I'm not going to be whoever I was in high school anymore. I'm going <laughs> to figure out who I want to be and then I'm just going to start doing that. Is this, a, is this a good reset for people? I'm telling you, Doc, I used to, I was the biggest people pleaser, dude whatever what other people wanted and then went to college and i said i'm gonna just play video games talk to girls do whatever i want play football and do whatever i want to do that's <laughs> right. it it's a good time for reinvention mm -hmm. yeah. it was yeah. awesome sounds like uh makings of an anime story you know 
<laughs> kid moves Pretty on much. from like middle school or high school. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, we've well, gone pretty far you. afield off of the <laughs> Mike's offhanded reference to a movie. So, <laughs> <laughs> John, I sent you something on your Facebook that you might want to. You don't have to pull up for this, but you watch it. It's like a golf, a real somebody like a golf channel crossover with anime in real life. He's like, his name is Sasuke Slice. And he's explaining everything he thinks to the guy. He's like, oh, no, he can't hit the golf ball like this. Oh, my God. And they have – it's just one guy made the greatest little two-minute anime oh about golf. And if you know anything about golf, it was fantastic. Oh, funny. Which I love golf and anime. So it was like there, I'm sitting here just laughing at it. Just <laughs> there, JP, there is a golf anime. I forget what it's called, but it's – um. It's like kind of a cute girl doing cute girl things type anime, I think. But the basis of it is it's like a girls golf team. So it's Sailor Moon with golf. Um, sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I've seen the basket. I watched like two episodes of the basketball anime and I mm-hmm. couldn't get over how like, oh, I can see into the future. And oh, no, the other guy can see into the future. So sure. and they're just making three pointers back and forth. I was just like. This is the dumbest fucking thing I've ever seen in my life. I think <laughs> I, I couldn't get over how stupid it was. That was just in my honest. It must have been some more depth eventually added to that because if it's the one I'm thinking of, it's quite, it's pretty popular. It's popular. That's why I watched it because it was popular, but there's like four abilities and everybody, they're just like, oh, he counters my ability, the counter of the counter of the counter. I started the volleyball anime a couple weeks ago. Just I liked that one. I only got like an episode in, but it looked cool. It's like on my list still to pick back up, but it's supposed to be really good. Cool. It is actually. I I went uh, I went about halfway through the first season of that. Okay. Um, I'm hoping to pick it back up because I kind of dropped a lot, but mm-hmm. I like that it was a little bit more about like competition mm-hmm. rather than like like oh my god this killer shot that I have he could sure. gonna counter my killer shot like yeah. mm-hmm. it was more about like I love this game and I'm so competitive mm-hmm. like be competitive with me so yeah that's cool In yeah this both day and age are popular I've heard mm-hmm. really good things about it. Mm-hmm. The volleyball ones and the basketball ones. It was too. good. Okay. Have any? Did anyone watch Vinland Saga? I have not. <sighs> did you get through season two? No. Because um, <sighs> I went I, back and I'm I'm making Chris watch it with me. My husband Chris mm-hmm. uh, watch it with me because I think he would really like it. So I was like, so whatever you expect from season one, like season two is there's actually feelings. I mean, it, okay. They switch it up on a dime. Like it, it turns into an even better show. Like it's oh, not just God, Vikings. It's like it's... Vikings with man feelings. No, oh, I love it. I, I think it's wait. really it's divisive. Such a good show. Because season two seems really divisive because like, I have your recommendation here now and your thoughts on it. And I have another friend that says, no, is season two wrecks it. Oh. Um, I won't say why, right. but, uh, yeah, it would be interesting when when I'm Andrew when you're curious. through. Yeah, and, yeah. <laughs> well, I would wait because they set it up for a nice season three, which you're not really sure what the path is going to take him. It's like he can, sure. he'll do one of two, yeah. one of two things. But I think I think it's a really interesting. I thought it was a really interesting story that from a pretty vanilla, basic oh Vikings killing each other, it really turned into something I wasn't expecting, which I sure. really enjoyed. Cool, cool, cool. Yeah, nice. I'm excited. Okay, well, yeah. Speaking of which, Andrea, you're, um, yeah, you're watching um, a Vinland Saga. Anything else you've squeezed in? Yep, Vinland Saga. A couple episodes more of Doctor Stone, um, and then yeah, I've just been powering through 
um, Jujutsu Kaisen, just trying to catch up. Um, I came very late to the game, so I've basically watched all of season one in a block, watched the movie, and then first episode of season two. I got to run quick, sorry. Sorry. Yeah. Yes, so it'll be interesting to see how uh, you and Mike's um, perspectives vary or uh, align because a similar experience, I think. So we might as well use that to get into it. Um, Let's see. What a segue. (laughs) So, um, I mean... I should be better at this. I've been doing it for like three years, three and a half years now, I think. So <laughs> we'll get there. Um, so Jujutsu Kaisen season one. Um, I, you know, I started this when it was all done as well. So I was able to watch through it in English. Um, I think I started this actually on JP's recommendation. Um, you were, you were telling me that it was really good. And I was like, I think it had some, if it was like, the creator of Naruto. And I'm like, I don't know if that's uh sounds great to me or not, but, um, yeah, quick, pretty Wait, quickly. The creator of Naruto made this. I thought that's what, uh, I, I was under the, in, because there's a lot of similarities. I, so it's either that or say, it's just like, I thought I was, I, I'm not sure if I, if I told you that it could be complete BS because <laughs> I, I just, I, I know I would, I would have said something like that, but I definitely said that there was heavy similarities with like the, composition and like the schooling and stuff like that but it just felt like a more modern take on it okay uh i'm just checking now and um yeah it doesn't it doesn't seem like so disregard (laughs) that you know it it was a long time ago that i heard that and you know do you think i looked it up no i didn't so (laughs) It's it's on me um anyways it's a kind of um heavier um heavier shonen it's on the verge of like shonen and seinen i would say and um yeah let's start with you andrea being it's the first time back on the show and like you said you've kind of powered through this we'll get Mm -hmm. your perspective and then we'll move over to mike and see uh see what you thought just in general season one the show if you're a fan all that sort of thing yeah um so i came to the show kind of not really being set up for anything about it which was kind of nice just like blank slate for expectations um other than you know just it was a, a good show and that people were were excited about it and then obviously season two is coming out um so i had to watch like the first episode a couple different times because i kept getting interrupted and i still by the end of the first couple wasn't sure if i was gonna really like it i liked yuji or and and i i liked you know, kind of the premise, but I wasn't sure if, um, like the whole show I was going to be entertained by, I wasn't sure if I was going to be liking the art style. Um, I wasn't sure if like the other characters were engaging enough to me that I was going to be interested and and I was going to pick everything up. And then I feel like it took a little bit, but by the time we hit the school exchange, I was just like invested and the school exchange arc was my favorite. I was just in it. I was just flying through the episodes, like the everybody like relating to one another, getting some backstory episodes for characters. Um, just like the unexpected bromance that, that built up <laughs> that both Phil and I talked about this. I loved it. It was just unexpected and funny. And I was, 
I don't know. I was just in, I was in for like the music. I was in for the style of the show. I was in for what the story was telling me. I loved it. Those, yeah, those, that arc is probably one of my favorite arcs um, of anime episodes that I've watched. Probably not higher than a couple of bebop arcs that I really enjoyed, but this one is like top five for sure. Cool. Yeah. So, um, the whole, I'm trying to remember cause it's been a while for me. Um, we're basically meeting the other students and then they're competing and then things go sideways, right? This is where we're, yeah. Yeah. So they're, they're basically just like fighting each other, which like things going sideways came at just the right moment because there was a lot of like explanation and a lot of like, like people fighting each other that I was like, why are you doing this? Like, didn't they release cursed spirits that you're supposed to <laughs> exercise like up in this arena? Like what's happening? We're just going to completely ignore that. So I was glad for this like intervention coming in because I was like, I need to not watch these people fight each other anymore. Right. And, uh, you know, Toto's like whole reveal of his technique and that just like mm-hmm. working in tandem um, with, you know, UG just like, uh, so it's one of my favorites. That sequence. Cool. Nice. Um, Mike, how about you? Uh, can I be the resident guy that doesn't like anime who watches anime? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, no, honestly, I, 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 I do like this show and I don't have a problem, um, you know, sitting down and, and watching it. I will say just right off the bat, I think the movie was a hundred times better than the entirety of the first season. Um, and a lot of that comes down to like the, the delivery of the exposition of the powers. I think the show as a whole in concept is super, super cool. And I like the way they do a lot of things. So I'm not actually all that negative on it. Um, I do like it, but I got real sick real quick of being told blatantly about every single move, every breath that was taken and what it meant and well, how obvious the answer is, of course, you know, it kind of falls into that, that trap that I feel like a lot of anime falls into. Um, Position trap. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, well, of course, this is why, of course that happened. This is why it's like, (laughs) Okay. (laughs) But that being said, character design, super cool, different styles. I had no idea what this was going to be like going into it. I think the only description I had was a combination of JP and Phil, which was it's Dragon Ball Z, but the good guys are always stronger than the bad guys. And I was like, well, that, I mean, that (laughs) sounds interesting. How do you, how do you make that? Like, how do you find challenge when the good guys are, you know, so significantly better, but they pull it off, which I think is a cool, uh, cool execution. Nice. Yeah. I, I felt bad for you when you were going through it all and, um, really you felt like you were not enjoying it because, you know, our friend, um, Adam has, I feel like he has, you know, ever since we were kind of like watching more, he was sort of experiencing you know, expressing interest in maybe finding something, but everything that kind of people are recommending is sort of this popular shonen actions, you know, superhero adjacent sort of thing. Mm-hmm. And 
you know, you coming into this really, you know, having more experience with just something like Dragon Ball, mm -hmm. uh, DBZ stuff, you know, I don't want to, you know, it just, it's the way it happens to be that like the, the couple of the big shows that have been coming out that have seasons going are this type of show. Sure. And, um, you know, so to, I, I was worried about burning you out of it. That's why I recommended a different show. And, and I did uh, start that one and I love the first episode um, because it is a very different pace. Okay. But yeah. Yeah, I, listen, I, I'm not, I don't think I'm going to get burnt out of it. I still, it's still something that I can enjoy sitting down, but I think I'm becoming more and more sensitive to the same critique over and over again. Right. Uh, like, and, and you had asked me like, you know, who's your favorite character? Do you have one at this point? I found them all abrasive as hell. And like, um, Yuji, uh, or whatever the, the main character, um, he's kind of cool, but like, he felt sort of like a Mary Sue, like just everything just pop. It's just, he's already badass without any training or anything. He's just, he's amazing. It's like the, the thing that people had a problem with Ray being able to like, you know, pull a ship out of the air with zero training. I kind of feel like that's the same with this guy is he's just already incredibly physically adept. He's super powered, but they at least allow that kind of explanation. They're like, no, yeah, yeah. He's just, he's super powerful. <laughs> so they are at least aware of that. He is the mist Hashira. Yeah. <laughs> he just yeah. has he's just a prodigy. Yep. I feel like well, though it, nice is that he's he doesn't have a plan. Things just happen to him. Mm -hmm. So even though he's like all powerful, it sometimes doesn't feel that way because he's reacting to like other people's schemes or plans sure. for him. So there's there's kind of a nice element of like of his sort of like haplessness that comes through where he's like ah, shit, like, they, they want Sukuna again, like, ah. Yeah. Like, it's hard being his vessel sometimes. Like, people have plans for me, and I'm just in the middle, like, huh? So. Yeah, that's a good point. And that's an interesting uh, challenge to create for somebody, right? You're already super powerful, so, yeah, it's his so is where do you go? Mental. Yeah. Yeah, cool. so his, his storyline is more being, like, pulled around by other people than mm -hmm. him, like, discovering himself sometimes mm -hmm. yeah and it's he's he is a mary sue in the one way but like he's doomed his fate is to die like the yeah. whole idea is that he is you know he's set up that he's gonna have to give his life at some point and then the risk it's sort of one of those things like um you know you uh, have immense power, but you know, you think about D and D maybe as a thing, you get, uh, some sort of curse and you can do crazy shit, mm -hmm. but then at the cost of what, you know? And mm -hmm. so mm -hmm. here's the cost of what you, you might lose control. You lose your ability to, to be yourself and, and all at the end, you eventually realize you're going to die anyways. So even if that doesn't happen, we're always at the risk of him killing his own friends. Like we went through that whole bit for quite a while where like let me out let me out and if you do then you might not you might not go back yeah i'm still waiting for that to happen and then you know there there's a lot of similarities between the movie and the first season the the storyline mm -hmm. had a lot of similarities i yeah. actually like the movie's uh character more but it was yeah. the same thing like don't let her out oh but i was just gonna let her out and it's all fine and and it's the same with this guy's like don't let him out ah, i gotta let him out and it's fine and yeah. then he makes a deal and he's like hey you're not gonna remember this 
has there been a repercussion of that yet? Not totally. Maybe, maybe here and you know, later seasons. So it it just has this thing where it's like there's these huge stakes, but they never really happen. Yeah, I get I get that. Like the lack of like I don't know. I don't want to say payoff or like but the lack of follow through maybe. Yeah. On like how dangerous this actually could be. It feels it feels like a lot of setup for something that isn't happening. And in, if it is going to happen, then that's great. Like we should see that soon. We should see some consequences soon. Agreed. Um, uh, back a little bit. Well, let's let's get JP in here. JP, what do you uh, mm-hmm. we think of the show in general? So season one, the only reason I got turned on to the show is because I looked up the top 10 anime battles of 20, whatever, whenever the show came out, 2021, 2022, and Gojo fighting Sukuna for the first time. And like, I think yeah. that's the first or second episode. After I saw that, I was like, holy crap. I sent it to my brother. Like, Have you seen this? He's like, yeah, it's Jujutsu Kaisen. You should watch it. And that's how, you know, cool fighting battles are like how I thrive <laughs> off that stuff. So watching mm-hmm. these fights in the entire like the payoff I felt was huge in each arc because there's always some fight, something that was crazy. Oh, his heart got ripped out. Oh, he's fighting with Tomo, my best old friendo. Like that dude is hundred percent my favorite character. Toto? Yeah, dude. dude he's so overpowered. <laughs> like his IQ I'm so is like surprised love him. Yeah, he's he's 160,000 <laughs> IQ. And it totally makes sense that he would overthink situate like relationships and stuff all uh yuji he had to say one thing you know he likes a girl with a big button big boobs. oh my god we're best friends just like, like jennifer, jennifer lawrence. lawrence yep like makes no so stupid. like oh my god we're best friends now of course you have the perfect answer and then he thinks up a whole relationship <laughs> right makes up conversations in his head because that's all he can do is think really fast so he's just like oh. right and probably the funniest moment of this entire series is when they're doing the they're playing baseball and they have the little facts underneath and it's Tomo's off the bat. He's like, he's like won the little league world championship with his best friend, you know, Yuji. <laughs> and then when Yuji's off the bat, he's like, never played little league with Tomo. <laughs> he denies this. And I was That's like, fantastic. Oh my God, hilarious little detail that you could have missed. But I, I, no, that was uh, so good. Yeah. I or, like pops up it. at their pizza party talking about their middle school. And he's like, what? <laughs> that never happened. He's like, eh. it just completely ignores him. Just, I uh, had to go back and rewatch that a couple of times. Cause like oh. I was half paying attention. I was like, what the hell so is going fun. out with this? So so much fun. It was great. It is yeah, funny. Yeah. I'm glad I didn't skip the baseball episode. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> it was very good. I, I really enjoyed, uh, the, everything about you know the fighting and stuff. I will say the ex- the when we started talking about the exposition stuff with in Demon Slayer and like explaining abilities, that was like the glass pane falling for me. Like oh the gra- the glass broke. Now I see the problem. Like it wasn't a problem for me until you guys explained that oh. it's a problem. Mm, sorry. You know like the episode How I Met Your Mother. Like sorry. everyone's like pointing out all their faults. Yes. Yes. That was exactly for me. Like I could have. Oh wow! You're explaining all the abilities. This is fantastic because I have no idea what's going on. But now that I there's better like seeing shows that do it in a better way, mm-hmm. I, I can always come back to Attack on Titan of don't explain shit, just show me. Dude, yep. even the and, movie did a better job. The movie did it actually a great so, job. I will say since they explained a whole bunch of shit in the first season, 
like so far in the second season, they haven't really done too much of throwing it in your face, right? Mm-hmm. And I think you can forgive the first season of any show, get as much explanation and bullshit out of the way, and then just tell the story as long as you can tell a good story after that. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, I've mentioned it on the main show. I'm going to keep harping mm-hmm. on it. It is a problem. I do expect better. These people are making, you know, they've got a lot of eyeballs watching their content. They should be doing better than mm-hmm. this. Um, I is some, I would, I really want to know what it is. I know I've read, I've been reading this Batman comic, you know, and most of it's good, but every once in a while there's something like this. And a lot of times these things are easily fixed. That's the worst part. You know, mm-hmm. it's not like it's an incurable uh, condition here. And I don't know, it just takes another another pass or two at the script. So, yeah, I, I, I'm going to I will keep harping on it. it. It's still like on a lot of things doesn't destroy my ex- enjoyment of it. But, um, yeah, it's it is an obnoxious thing. And I will say, I think that. Um, I don't know if it could change. We will get into episode one of season two pretty quick, but there is a new director mm-hmm. for season two versus season one in the movie. So they, I don't know. I feel like, I feel like that's a thing that you don't give up. So that's probably a replacement, not a director has other obligations and then therefore, you know, can't do season two. Mm-hmm. If if I was guessing, so uh, the director of season two now he did some episode directing, and uh, one of those episodes in particular was a uh, one of the really cool battle episodes with. Um, uh, I remember Maki was fighting Blue Hair Girl, uh, was pretty prominent in that episode. That was oh uh, yeah, that was one that he did. So we'll see if that changes changes anything. And on the that two front. brothers that episode. Wait, um, it's Maki, Maki, and and useless. What's her name? She calls herself <laughs> that useless something. Oh, the one. She oh my god, it's like right on the tip Rojo. of my tongue. Yes. Yeah. Yes. It's right on the tip oh, of my tongue. Oh, that's right. The she makes okay. a circle. Yeah. Or she can't make the circle. I can't remember the names. I know, right? It's like <laughs> it's like right there, and then like. That dude's awesome. Seven. Yeah. Um, and that's the thing. So I do, you know, it's interesting, Mike, you said that a lot of people, you found a brace or whatever. I think everybody just sort of, you had to crack the shell a little bit um, to get in and see what, you know, see what's going on with them. Because I find that there's, you know, these shows now really thrive on, um, you know, I'm, I'm in JP's boat here. Like, is the act are the action sequences making me tingly? You know, do they uh, they <laughs> do they have bring the right energy? Um, that's one. And then the other is the characters. Am I am I invested in the characters? Are they really are they well designed and whatnot? And I think we got a number of characters here that are both well designed with a variety of powers with potentially interesting backstories mm-hmm. that we really just are kind of, you know, we've got a 
main character that's you know got his his curses he's dealing with we've got uh you know fan favorite of mine maki that's dealing with familial mm-hmm. issues and dealing with her name sake and then not having the same powers as other people and then yeah. you've got like this kid that really can't talk you've got you know uh the one guy that's stuck he's controlling another vessel you know mm-hmm. he's like completely in oh uh, yeah Mechamaru. Mechamaru. yeah you know, there's a whole list of variety, you know, panda isn't even a panda. He's like, you know, uh, like a cursed object sort of thing. It's like an imbued doll, whatever. So it's got variety. And to JP's, you know, well said point in first pitching this to Mike, where all the good guys are stronger than the bad guys. It's the most interesting premise of the whole thing. It makes, makes this, uh, more worth, uh, worth it than other shows in the sense that like, that's the twist. The enemies know they're outgunned and they, we sh- we see the most powerful person right up front. And so the enemies are the ones that have to plot and scheme and try to figure out how to, um, mm-hmm. how to defeat Gojo in a unique situation. We're not, you mm-hmm. know, it's not a Voldemort and Dumbledore really where you're like, Oh, maybe there's a parody there. It's like, no, Gojo will wipe us. Like mm-hmm. he, yeah. and, and also the people on the good side are aware of this too. So he gets mm-hmm. to kind of push council people, you know, school people around, you know, his superiors and elders because he just kind of has the power. And so how everyone's going to deal with this character, um, I think is, is a the kind of big crux of the show because yeah, everyone, maybe they don't want this kid with a demon inside him. Like, let's just deal with it. But Gojo wants it. So mm-hmm. what are we going to do about it? I agree. Um, I feel actually a little bit guilty that Gojo is like my favorite character because it kind of feels like the, the duh, obvious favorite character. Like, oh, the, the most powerful one? Yeah, of course. The guy that can like basically <laughs> snap his fingers? Like, of course you'd like that one. But like, he's energetic. He's upbeat. He's exciting, mm-hmm. right? And the characters did flesh themselves out as the season mm-hmm. went on. But like the, um, the girl that um, we meet pretty early on, who um, was like the voodoo dolls, right? The, the hammer and the nail. Like she was awful right off the start. I don't know why she's yelling. Like stop yelling. You're yelling all the time for seemingly no reason. And then there's the, you know, the, the other older student, right? Um, with the sweet dogs uh, or wolves. I'm going to say they're wolves because they're cooler, but he wasn't abrasive, but he was kind of I need to interrupt you for one second. I can't, this point can't be held. Your favorite character is Inosuke, who is only screamed and yelled in Demon Slayer for four seasons in a row. <laughs> yeah, but it's hilarious. He's not Are you angry. Anti women? Yeah. Yep. Oh my God. Okay, you heard it here like, first. I want to confirm that point. Everybody, it's, it's on YouTube. Why can't we have, you know, just because there's never screaming. You know, actually tough screaming women anime characters. I yet to see those. Um, I don't what? know. I guess about that, JP. I think. <laughs> what? Uh, I think you're watching. I think you gotta watch a few I more shows. I'm not like, watching. And what is Sailor Moon like that? Well, is it Cowboy well, Bebop? No, if you watch characters sh- even in this show. <laughs> I think not, if you watch, I'm just okay. A lot of shows that have like is maybe a school thing or something like that. They kind of have the the stereotypes of different characters especially women in there that are you know all have a name 
they all have a Japanese name associated with the type of character they are, you know? Mm-hmm. So there's like, I, I wish I would know them better, but there's like Sudende, which is, you know, and there's like, they're all, oh, so here's the, yeah. yeah, here's the kind of like, you know, sharp tongued one with the, mm-hmm. with the cat, you know, um, kind of fangs, you know, just to emphasize that she's sort of yeah. edgy. And there's the uh, well, one are that's... Those... Are those like main characters, or the, is that like supporting no. cast? Hold on, hold on. You're missing. Yeah, so you're I, missing the point. I understand. The yelling is not the thing that is off-putting. It was the drastic, immediate change in personality and unreasonable response to any kind of the conversation. She would go from talking at this level to suddenly screaming out of her mind in anger, out of and and. I'm not saying that that doesn't happen elsewhere and it has nothing to do with the rest of the women in the show. It was Mm -hmm. that character specifically. And the point was, it seems like this show for the most part went out of its way to make characters come off as unlikable so that they could Mm -hmm. give a backstory to make you then like them. Like Maki even is supposed to come off as an abrasive bitch. And then you come to understand why she is that way. So, yeah. but you they do that with like five or mm-hmm. six different characters. And that's why the initial impression was that these characters are off-putting because they were supposed to be. And that's why Gojo yeah. stood out because it's a, he it's a, wasn't. I feel like it's a school thing. You know, it's always one of those things that people feel like they can relate to. You're being thrown into a school or into a situation with a bunch of people, your peers that you don't know anything about. And so your fear is that they're going to like pick at a thing that you do or the way that you are or whatever. And so it's a way to really emphasize that you got like strangers um, Mm -hmm. and you're going into unfamiliar waters. And so, Mm -hmm. yeah, a lot of people are you know, defensive or you read them as defensive or whatever. And so I, I get what you're saying. I think it makes sense. You know, you, you, we don't want, maybe they went overboard with saying, well, we don't want everybody to be friends with Itadori immediately. And mm-hmm. uh, so therefore we're going to, everybody's got to kind of warm up and get to know each other. Yeah. I mean, I will, I will kind of mildly agree with, with Mike in the sense of like, I didn't like, many characters immediately i didn't i wasn't actively like annoyed by them um like maki i wasn't annoyed by but i thought like she just played like cool and aloof very well um and especially when you learn her backstory of course yeah you get like why she's a little like distant because she's been burned or she's been undervalued or she's been held back by her family and she's pissed She's like, I should be better. I should be a better grade of sorcerer than I am right now. Like, I'm just going to keep fighting, though, and just keep doing it. Or like um, Nobara, I think, is is yep. the girl with the hammer and the yep. nails. Short red hair. Yeah. So I think for her, like, her anger was supposed to be comedic. Like, I just think about, like, her very first introduction where she's coming into the city and she's like asking the guy she's like why don't i be a model and he's like (laughs) like she's so gonna be pissed whatever answer i give like i just want to leave so like i think they were going for like comedic with her anger and they didn't always like hit the mark i think they did in that scene because i remembered it and and thought it was funny but yeah she did go from like zero to a hundred and it was a lot but 
again, as like the, as the season went on, I really liked her. I liked um, the way that she stood up for Maki and she was like, Maki's awesome. Like, I don't know why everybody thinks she's not great. Or at the end when she and Yuji were like fangirling over Megumi and being like, oh my God, he's got a crush. And they would like do their little thing in tandem to make fun of him. Like that was really fun to be at the end by like, they're bonding. They're like first years at this high school and they're finally like getting some sort of companionship where they can tease each other. So I did eventually like, like ease into it and ease into all the characters and like warm up to everybody interacting. Yep. But yeah, yeah no, it, I, like I at first, Nabara at first I was, wasn't sure. Yeah. Sorry, go ahead, JP. I totally thought the nail girl was Maki. That's why I was confused by Mike's point. Ah. Mm. I was like, so I confused the two in my head. Sure. But point still stands. Mike's hate women. So let's just make sure we log <laughs> that in the notes here. Um, <laughs> make yeah, sure we say it. it again for those in the back. One more time. <laughs> yep. One more time. Come on. Second, quick, the YouTube short here. Mike JP. hates women. Thank you. Um, <laughs> Thank you for the confirmation. Yeah. Confirmation it does. It is a common thing in anime, right? Like you say, Andrea, to have someone that goes zero to six, zero to a hundred, and right. for, as a comedic thing, as we're as JP pointed out, of course, in uh, Demon Slayer, we have this, and Mike's favorite character. It's just going to depend on, on execution and how you know how zany or uh, funny you deem that person to be. Um, well, they also used it in this show, like everybody is supposed to have a screw loose, right? They made a pretty clear point to that, that all of these. So I'm not saying that it's, you know, completely unwarranted. It was just my initial impressions to it. Yeah. Right. And so she's got screws loose in that way. Um, Yuji's got screws loose in another way. Like you have to be a little bit off to do this successfully. That's what they said, basically. Does that make sense? Sure. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yep. I get it. Um, okay. Do we have other things to say about season one and the movie before we get into the new season? I, I, I should say, and we'll, we'll just go around quick. And if there's anything else you want to add, go for it. But, um, let's see where we want the next season to go, what we're expecting, if anything. So JP, like what are, you know, what are your hopes for season two slash what are you expecting from it? Uh, since I didn't read anything, I thought that the movie was going to be the prequel or that's what I heard. And I was mm -hmm. like, okay, sweet. Season two, I'm hoping isn't just another, if it's a whole season of backstory of Gojo and the bad guy, I think that'd be okay. I, don't want it to be that <laughs> but i was fully expecting it to not be another prequel episode so i was caught mm -hmm. off guard because so i was like who who are these new people that's sweet that they're introducing all these new characters and then you, i was like wait he looks kind of young oh mm -hmm. they're first year oh mm -hmm. so i was sad and then i was happy and then mm -hmm. there was no more fighting then i was sad again <laughs> okay okay uh andrea how about you yeah, I'm going to I'm going to dovetail off of that. Like it was hard for me having watched all of season 1 to make the switch to like 
okay, like the movie, I have to care about other people. Season two, apparently, again, I have to care about other people, like, and get this like prequel background story. Not that it wasn't executed well, but it is hard after investing that much time and binging all of season one to switch that gear and be like, okay, I guess I have to put a pause on these characters and their stories. Not that I'm not, not that I'm putting a pause on everybody. Cause obviously, you know, we are still keeping some of the other characters, but yeah, it was a little hard to go back in time and, and follow that. I would love also if like maybe half of season two was devoted to this backstory and then we could maybe switch to, to present day if that's what that is and we could kind of get back to some of the people that i have been invested in but so far okay. yeah overall i'm i'm excited about season two and kind of getting some setup and why people are the way they are okay mike i don't know i'm kind of open-minded <laughs> to all of it um i don't okay. have a particular direction that i want to really see it go so uh i i liked the movie a lot i liked mm -hmm. it more than the the first season so i guess in in doing that uh i kind of got okay real quick with having change of characters and my favorite guy was still in it it'd be like you know if demon slayer <laughs> season three like didn't have you know <laughs> in it you know uh, they, they, they didn't make that mistake here it was wild um <laughs> so so yeah i liked i liked that aspect um and you know there there is the parallel between the the big bad guy that uh can control the the curses and you know his relationship with gojo so i'm good with seeing that play out because it's only kind of been touched on this up to this point um well it's good i um was kind of hoping we would uh get phil in here but it looks like uh mm -hmm. phil's done for for the night is of what I'm reading, I think, but, um, I'm glad you're open-minded Mike. And I guess that should be a good way to, uh, you know, look at it. Hey, the movie was the last thing. Maybe they'll continue on that sort of, uh, um, pace or tone. Um, if that's what you liked more, mm -hmm. um, Andrea, I'll say I'll make you happy here in the sense that, um, to my understanding, the way this seems to be structured is we're going to get five episodes that are, detailing this arc, um, this particular story. And then we're going to have sort of a recap episode mm. to let people know that haven't watched other stuff before. And then we're going to start up with a new arc that will carry us through to like the end of the year, basically, that's going to be presumably back in present day time. Perfect. So this is the continuation of the uh, backstory that we need to um, before we move forward. Is a recap episode common practice? Yeah, like it is. Okay, it's late. Like Mashal did a freaking recap episode. It was only six episodes long. I mean, they're like, okay, time for a recap. It's like, what? It's like a 27-minute show and we're doing recaps after five weeks. Like, what a waste. Okay. I don't know. Historically, I've not found it to be a problem, but when you are watching stuff on a week-to-week -week basis, yeah, it's Sad. annoying, you know? So, but it's, uh, 
it'll be all right. We'll we'll, we'll get through it. Um, we won't we won't we won't cover and recap the recap episodes. On the show. <laughs> <laughs> um, we'll skip out on that. Do we but, know how many um, for us. in the second season? The like second 24? season is is like a full 23, 24, or something like that. Sweet. So okay. I just didn't want to get like scanned with like a 10 episode. No. Part two, part no. three. Season we're two, gonna be, part three. We're going to be covering this all year. <laughs> this so, season so really didn't drag. Uh, I never felt a big lull in it. Uh, like it didn't even feel like 23 episodes. Like, or, you know, however long. I think we got spoiled with, it felt like three different arcs. Yeah, it kind of felt like that, right? It, it felt like three yeah. different seasons in one. So I felt they kind of went up, down, you know, baseball episodes, sweet, funny, mm. then right back yeah. at it. Yeah, I thought about skipping it. I was like, they're going to do a baseball episode. I've seen this with Dragon Ball Z. Like, I'm not, <laughs> I'm not about it. And I stuck with it. I was just. Dog, that's so one of the funniest episodes. It is. It is. Gohan j- jumps up in the air and he's like, whoa, you just jumped 30 feet in the air. Oh yeah, I got new shoes. Oh, <laughs> and Dragon Ball Z. No, <laughs> uh, different tone. I wasn't ready for that. Maybe if it was in Dragon Ball, mm-hmm. Z didn't have that comedic aspect as much, so it threw me off. Mm-hmm. Dragon Ball had way too much horny Master Roshi <laughs> for my liking. Was, I was just yeah. like, my God, they're just bleeding out of his nose. Just like, <laughs> oh my God, just. Okay, so season two, um, Jujutsu Kaisen, I'd say for me, the why this to me seems important is this guy right here. If you're watching, um, mm-hmm. Suguru Geto. So he's, he's was, you know, obviously in season one and he's featured again in season two or in the movie. Um, the fascinating thing is um, when you see the movie, for sure, you're aware of his philosophy and stance on the world. He is mm-hmm. definitely a, like a, a racist or bigot, however you want to say it. Like he has his idea that sorcerers are above the others. And not this, not that this is a new idea, but what is new in an anime sense is this very Professor X Magneto sort of relationship. Um, you've got, he is friends with Gojo. And they go back and they have a history and then they see things differently. So what was to me, and then I'll move on to someone else here, what was fascinating about episode one of season two was that the sort of role reversal, you know, Suguru is the one that is a little more responsible. Let's talk about decorum. He seems to be like the one emphasizing caring of people. And Gojo is the one you can see how, why people react in season one. Now you can see why people react to him the way they do. Not only Mm -hmm. is the power that he has enables him to be a dick, but like his history has, you know, really shown that, yeah, maybe he, we, we should be bothered by him. He's always, you know, brushed off the rules and done what he's wanted to do and been a loose cannon. And so how did he get to be the seemingly kind mentor mm-hmm. in season one uh, from, from what we've been introduced to in season two? So that's what's very interesting to me. I'm looking forward to the answers to that. Um, JP, what did you think of episode one in uh, season two? I thought there was a lot of the, what do you call it when you switch the animation to like the Funko Pops? 
where oh I yeah i don't know what the term for that is whatever that term just... is i think they hit it a little too much interesting like okay. it was serious and then i don't know it was for what happened, how much did they do like that in season one it's been a while like did they do that a lot they switched the art styles up to like emphasize the uh, a couple times here and there um okay. it seemed like it happened with um Oh shoot! What did you say the name of the red-haired girl was? Uh, Nobara. Nobara. Yeah, it, it seemed to happen with her more than anybody else mm-hmm. that I noticed. Okay. okay. Yeah. Um, what else, JP? What's the question? What do I like about the episode? Yeah. Well, uh, just what do you think about season just, yeah, two, episode one? You know, like how did it come off to you? What was it a satisfactory opening to? Um, the new season, did you like the opening, all that sort of thing? Yeah, you know, it held my attention. Um, I just wasn't expecting another prequel episode, so I think I was just cut off guard. So now that I'm in the know, I'm okay with it. Um, I don't know, I need to see more, because there wasn't really mm-hmm. any fighting, and... I just watched the movie the day before, so I was really I wanted them to fight, and there wasn't a fight, so I was kind of mm-hmm. unhappy about that, or at least not a cool one. So I was uh, slightly disappointed because I, I kind of wanted like the first episode to be back, like hey, let's do something dope, and then figure out who's the next, or like a bad guy destroying something. But uh, okay, mm-hmm. yeah, that's mm-hmm. how that's how I felt. I will say the coolest part about this whole episode was this scene where they showed the video of the old greenie. Yes. I thought that inside of an anime episode was just like, oh, dude, you animated it to make an old video, like a VHS inside of an anime. Mm-hmm. I thought for some reason I was just like, oh, that is so cool. Like to show. Yeah, the- I totally agree. That was my probably. Huh, you should watch Kawaii Bebop, JP. Oh, shit. <laughs> here we go that's the only animation style they have it's pretty sad so, this is they, they use this as an artistic element to show the past but uh-huh. but can we um, be the past uh-huh. and it's bad okay yeah. moving on from jp's uh, <laughs> takes andrea what do you think yeah so i I also was a little taken aback by the rewind aspect to the first episode of season two. I was expecting sort of like the movie to set up some backstory and, and be like this cool, like, you know, this is what happened. And these are, you know, some previous interactions of some of our characters and then like jump back into. So I had a little bit of a hard time, but the one thing that I found really cool about this episode was kind of the setup premise or like the overarching like goal of what is happening where it was like taken from just like this one episode of season one, a very brief explanation of like the guy Tengen who like sets up the barriers and it's like, how does he, how does his immortality work? Like, how is he going to like keep going and like, fuse himself a new body and like so it was a very random detail from season one that i'm like this is a very cool thing to to expand upon and have like be you know a focus of our characters who are like this is the task you have to accomplish like get his vessel it's like that was a really cool idea 
Um, I wasn't expecting it. And I'm kind of really interested to see how our, all of our characters are going to be, you know, interacting over this task that they have to accomplish, like who, where, what, how, like these are our main antagonists who are trying to prevent this from happening. You know, these are the people that we're going to be fighting against. So, I, I mean, I in that sense, I think this was a really cool premise for this arc. So I was excited about that. Nice. Yeah. Yeah, I missed, I missed, I didn't remember that from season one or anything like that. So, well, and because a, I just like binged season one, yeah. like a lot of it is super fresh in my mind. So, yeah, that was just like, w like they mentioned it in like half an episode of the school exchange battle where they were like, mm -hmm. Tengen is setting up the barriers and he's doing all the doors where all the cursed objects hide. So, I was like, oh, yeah, cool. And it adds a grayness to, are heroes mm -hmm. like is this this legit this is what we should do like we've kind of right. are told of the the catastrophe that it could be if we don't but are you are you a hero are you doing the right thing is this uh mm -hmm. you know so um mike how about you um i actually i think it is a big risk taking the momentum that they had at the end of season one and you know with the the bridge incident and not addressing that right away it was mm -hmm. jarring but i i think because i like these characters better anyways i'm okay with it um i mean it's just total bias like i like the episode a lot i like the visuals a lot um i like learning more about these two because we haven't really gotten i mean we got a little bit of it with the movie for Satoru. Satoru, yeah. Thank me. Or thank you. Oh, wait, wait. Who are you talking about? Wait, uh, Gojo? Yeah. Gojo. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, and I am curious. So, like, you know, he he argues that it's exhausting looking after the weak humans. He kind of feels like the opposite a little bit now. Um, I wonder if, you know, what that turning point is going to be mm -hmm. not even, but, but to, without taking it too far, cause he is still kind of aloof about it. Like everything comes so easily to him. He's so powerful that he still doesn't take things particularly seriously. Even the thing with, um, the, the main character, he's, it's an experiment to him. He's curious. Yeah. Right. He doesn't see a danger in it. It's, he's like, I want to see what happens if you eat all 12 fingers. So, uh, yeah. you know, he's <laughs> still got that in him, mm -hmm. but he's on the good side. And then you've got, you know, our uh, antagonist on the other side of it who sees the weakness as a waste, which is, it's strange because aren't they kind of like regular people are sort of the primary source of the cursed energy, right? It's their fear, their loathing, their, their, Right. Those kinds of things and are what manifested. Mm -hmm. And if that's also what gives him his power, you know, if he were to eliminate the the planet of regular people and it was just jujitsu sorcerers, I'm guessing there wouldn't be a whole lot of curses for him to be imbued with. I don't know. It's interesting. Yeah. Well, that kind of always is the sort of, um, you know, the dictator dilemma, isn't it? Yep. Like a dictator is going to subjugate their people and 
the lack of prosperity of their people means that they can't produce as much stuff to lavish your life with. Right. Yeah, but it doesn't matter because like ultimately you maintain that power over people, even if you potentially could have a greater power in like uplifting your subjects um, as opposed to squashing them. Yeah, no, I, I agree. It's not, this is not a, you know, revolutionary kind of thing. I, there's, there's far more grounded realities that this is tied to. Right. But uh, I can't stop thinking about frost from blade who wanted mm. to kill mm -hmm. all humans. It's like, dude, that's your food source. Like, mm. but that's what he wanted to do. And it kind of feels like that here. Like this is the mm -hmm. source of your power. You're nothing without this. And yet you want to eradicate it. But I wonder, you know, I want to know more about why he ended up there. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I thought this episode was, um, I guess it was, uh, I had the Billy, you know, like trying to figure out for the show, like when this is going to start, like how, what's the pacing of it? Is there going to be English for it and all this sort of thing? Um, and to read that it was going to be continuing on with uh, a bit of a backstory and, uh, you know, like stepping back further, even than the movie. And, so I wasn't, didn't have the same surprise, um, the mm -hmm. rest you had. And, um, so it probably helped me. I thought this episode was a really good showing. Like you say, JP, not a big action thing, but, uh, I liked immediately the way it looked and felt like we went through some of the pictures. If you're uh, a viewer, just the, the attention to, yeah, here's, they set us in the past. Here's like a windows XP browser on an older laptop, like you mm -hmm. say, going to the film style on stuff. Um, you know, we're dealing with flip phones yet or whatever. And then we had the really nice, like well-rendered backgrounds, like the foggy, misty backdrops, mm -hmm. the, the very detailed building that they were going to. It looked, it looked nice. It was, it was paced well. And like, it felt, it felt mature they didn't throw a whole bunch of stuff right at us at the beginning, like try to like get it be exciting or whatever. It looked like it was something that would have been shot very, um, you know, deftly. It had the scene where she's going through all the doors and the way it would cut to each one, like, ah, uh, ah, like expecting something to jump out at her, um, was well done. And, uh, so yeah, I, I was consistently impressed with how the episode, looked felt and was paced and so to me that you know i'm guessing is the hand of the director um that we've we're getting now the new director uh it just felt more um yeah more more mature you know and they didn't mm -hmm. explain everything there was a couple moments where i'm like okay you know between gojo and ghetto would you have this dialogue necessarily but it was cut short quick you know mm -hmm. someone like I think Gojo said, okay, yeah, I get it, you know, basically before you could have broken into some sort of further explanation. It's like, yeah, I know mm -hmm. this already, basically. So, um, yeah, I was, I was quite pleased with, with the episode. Yeah. I will say the only thing stylistically I didn't like, there were a couple of moments where it felt a little video game esque, where it was like first person, you were like peeking under the bed or like, going through the hallways and you were like from a certain character point of view. And I was like, I, that feels a little bit off 
for me stylistically. Like I agree mm. with you. I liked the like very mature theme going on. I liked a lot of the art, but I just didn't appreciate that particular aspect because it felt a little too new. Mm. So I just sort of was like not loving that piece. Okay. I think some unique perspectives are going to keep popping up. It seems like one of the more sure. hallmarks of this director, um, people were sort of in that episode he directed in season one that I was watching part of again, like it's the um, projectile coming right at Maki's face and the way mm -hmm. this like right to the last minute and she's like whips away from it and uh, different like real low angles in the water as someone's mm -hmm. running like really emphasize you know and to me it's like what what animation should do to be different you know mm -hmm. in the sense that you, you place a camera quote unquote where you can't normally place a camera you know, yeah you, you get to places where you where you wouldn't normally um because mm -hmm. you're not dealing with physical space yeah, I, I mean, I'm all for that. And like this shot in particular, like that was, uh, that was just up on the screen. Like that's kind of like in a cool example of like different angles or like things like that I'm here for. It just was that like first person perspective that I was like, mm -hmm. that's, that's not what the rest of the show has done. And I am not necessarily like, I don't, I don't hate it, but I don't need it to like right. just an essence of like matching the tone of the show. Again, it just felt a little video game-esque. Mm -hmm. Yep. Um, what else we got about this episode? I again like that they started with like a kind of side character from the first season. We were following May in this like first, you know, kind of opening, true opening sequence, really where she was right. just in like an episode or two of last season. And it was mm -hmm. like, she could have been a nothing, a throwaway character. And now we just like followed her. Mm -hmm. yeah. It's something it's I respect about. What's that JP? I was just going to say, it's been a long time since I've seen it. So it feels like all the characters are brand new except Gojo, you know? <laughs> uh, <laughs> so it's, it's very enjoyable. The, the whole different perspective thing. I didn't even, I think that's why I kind of like the episode just in that sense. It looked good. Sure. Like I, I like how you said that. It just, it just looked good. Everything felt sweet about it. And then when you described that other episode, I'm just like trying to piece together the old episodes. I need to go back and watch the whole first season again. So I can, Hey, we got a recap episode coming up. You don't need to worry. About it. <laughs> yeah. It's just for you. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I, uh, the the two associations that were trying to to kill the vessel or whatever they they felt like team rocket so much and i wish i could give you guys more like anime references i'm sorry i just associate <laughs> things to others like uh -huh. it, it felt very much like i don't know silly in that they have the same same target two different goals, both causing havoc. Like, uh, I, I don't particularly need that personally. I get that it was a media, it was a way to tell the story. It was a, a way to create a, 
<clears throat> a mission for them, right? So that we could see the two main characters interact with that. Hmm. Okay. Okay. Yeah, you'll you'll get more anime references under your belt, Mike. <laughs> All in due time. You know, but yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, let's see. Um, we just talked about a lot of themes and stuff like that. You know, um, character motivations. What um, what do we think about just the opening song and the ending song mm. and title sequences and stuff? Any any opinions on those? I mean, it happened 20 minutes. Ago. I thought they forgot to do the credits. I was just like, <laughs> oh, sweet. We're just straight in here. And then all of a sudden, dun, 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 dun. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I enjoyed it. I missed the old outro. Mm-hmm. I don't, I didn't like it at first. Like the, the, after the first episode, I was like, what is this? Yeah. What, what am I watching? Jarring. Yeah. <laughs> I loved so it. Different. Yeah. Yeah. I, Andrea, why did, why did you love it? Cause I'm wondering like, um, if we've got the same reasoning that we were off put initially and then came to like it. Yeah. It was, it was so weird because it just, it just like didn't fit the tone of what was happening. <laughs> like yeah. I don't, not necessarily always that it needs to, but it just, it was just too different. And they were just like too jazzy and there was like, you know, that like colored in art style that I just was sort of like, <laughs> yeah. we just like, you know, watched people die. And like, right. I don't, you know, it just, it just like didn't hit me. I was just like, I don't know that I'm okay here. And then, yeah, eventually it was just like, I know these characters and yeah, we can get a little bit fun with it. Mm-hmm. So not that it was ever like a bad outro or that it was like a bad song or bad music or like didn't fit. It just like took a minute to get into it. Yeah. Yeah. I kind of felt the same. It was like, uh, why, why is this happening? What is this? <laughs> and then as we got to know the characters, I was like, oh, you can kind of see the the personalities. personalities. Yeah. Yep. Like, yeah, that is probably what, you know, Gojo would have been like if he was like, I, I pictured him like walking into a store. Yes. Right, downtown and like moving like that. Like, yeah, absolutely. That fits. Exactly. And all of that kind of thing. And then I missed it. Now I miss it. I'm like, and the lightheartedness after watching, you know, somebody, you know, cut their way out of a curse. Yes. It's kind of cool. Yes. It's, um, I sent this outro to a friend, um, that does, uh, drawing and animation. And cause I said like, this is just really nice. This looks really good. It moves and flows really well. And he was like, he says it's probably a, a rotoscope animation. So this is not like uncommon. Basically what it is is filming people and then you cut them out and paint over them, draw oh, over them. Oh, cool. So your sure. movements are, it can get a really, really smooth kind of uh, animation that you don't uh, necessarily get with a uh, hand drawn specifically from scratch. So. Cool. Okay. Yeah, there is, it, it is flowy. Um, mm-hmm. like some of the movements, especially. Yep. Yeah, no, I, 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 I agree with both of you. I really, I, I miss it. I was not, I liked the look of the ending credit credits for the season two, episode one here, but I'm not particularly in love with any of the songs mm-hmm. at this point. No. So, um, maybe they'll grow on me, but, uh, it's it's too bad because 
I um, really like the opening and the ending for season one. So I guess I'm hoping in the next arc, songs are yeah. changed up and uh, I like them more. And not, not that it's like the biggest deal, but it does sure. get you hype for the show, you know? Or, it does. The um, music matters. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Well, yeah, and I, the, the second half, the when they split for the intro, that song grew on me. I didn't like it at first because I was so really just like into the, the intro and the outro for the first half of season one. But by the end of the season, the intro grew on me and the outro did not. Yeah. Okay. I thought it was weird that they changed the outro mid season too. Mm-hmm. I, I didn't understand why. Nope. So you're going to find Mike that both these things you said have found, you found odd are common practice. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> Great. So the, the, the offbeat from the tone of the main show for mm-hmm. um, uh, one thing I think of is uh, death parade. Death Parade is a very good show yeah. to watch. It's only one season. It's one that I recommend to people that, you know, maybe haven't watched as much anime. And the opening to, I think it's the opening, is like so lively. It's super hype. It's just really like fun and whatever. And then the show itself is dealing with drama, some serious shit. So uh-huh. it's very juxtaposition of this these kind of emotions. Okay. Um, and then the splitting of the uh, or having a new episode or a new ending or opening midway through the season or something is also mm-hmm. pretty pretty common when you have a full yeah. full length season like this that's 23, 24 episodes or something like that. So okay, well, yeah, they, they just they don't always change both though. Yeah, yeah, they, it varies. They it's just usually it's, always change the intro. It's just not always the outro that changes. Okay, just depends. So yeah. Um, we're going to, we're going to find, we're going to get Mike watching at least one other show every week. So yeah, you get one episode of Jujutsu and you get one episode of something else. And, you know. <laughs> I think I can manage that. Okay. I, I'm finally not playing catch up on something. So. Right. Yep. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Um, okay. Um, other thoughts we have on this episode. Otherwise, um, I mean, we've, we've covered a lot of it kind of mention what their main sort of goal is right now. Um, talked about the art of it. Is there anything else anyone has to say that has uh, gone unsaid? You should do like a solo episode with Phil and then just like edit it over this and take his <laughs> comments and like interject them. <laughs> I do feel bad. Phil is passionate. Uh, he yes. is ready to, you know, talk about these shows and um, he's a big fan is, of Jujutsu Kaisen for sure. So, um, punishment for not I, finishing AOT. <laughs> <laughs> I will. Um, I will. I, I will say that if uh, that do- doesn't happen, I mean, we'll get his thoughts on when we cover the next couple episodes or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, the way I hope to do this is, you know, we have a regular show on this channel, Popcast on the Rocks that Andrea and I are doing. Um, we'll be covering, I don't know what this, you know, this next week, um, something fun for sure. And um, then after that, then we'll get back into, um, I think we're going to have, um, uh, you know, we'll try to cover two episodes of this at a time. 
So kind of making an every other week sort of situation. And then Phil, as he mentioned, was um, finishing up Heavenly Delusion and Hell's Paradise. And so his per his idea, we're going to do a Heaven and a Hell episode that uh, we'll be talking about both those things. Um, I've read the manga for Heavenly Delusion. I've one more volume coming out like next week or something. And then we'll talk uh, Hell's Paradise as well. And then we'll kind of be, we'll do um, every other week, basically throughout the summer, uh, mm -hmm. talk two episodes of Jujutsu Kaisen. So trying to make that um, all line up and stuff. So do you guys do live episodes of podcast on the rocks? Mm -hmm. Yep. Yep. Okay. Yep, just like this, except uh, our friend Alan is uh, technical directing, so I don't have to like click around or do anything like that. Nice. Um, yeah, but um, we cover yeah, a so lot of different stuff too—movies, TV shows, games, sometimes mm -hmm. anime. Just yep. depends. Well, so you have to show up just that? because you like us, you know. Yeah, that—that's the—that's the thing. You just have to. If you if you like us, you got to come and watch it. If you don't like us. You know, then then you don't because who knows what we're covering each week? It could be all kinds of different things. So, um, JP, would you start? Would you share in the private chat here? What is this? Oh, this is a, a show I watched. It's called Parasite. The intro to this oh, got yeah. me so amped up. When I, if you guys listen to it, it's like I had never been so jacked up to watch something that the show is okay. I, I think it's only <laughs> one or two seasons, <laughs> but. The intro is like, this is what got me to watch more than one episode. Sure. <laughs> it's hard when you get so attached to an intro and then you know it's going to change. I got so attached to uh, the Sword Art Online mm -hmm. intro and it was just like heartbroken. It ended up being okay because I really liked it again, but I was just like, no, it's coming. Yeah, Attack on <laughs> Titan had really cool intros, mm -hmm. and then season four came along, and they just said, "Hey, we're gonna just change this and make it so <sighs> no one can even listen to it." <laughs> oh, <laughs> wow. the, yeah, it, they just they it's just the uh, tanked the whole show from the intro to outro to everything. Oh, oh, that's that's a hot take. Yeah, it's it's not that hot. You're not. There's, pl there's plenty of hate for how that show ends. Oh, no kidding. Okay. That's why I told uh, Phil to watch through season three. You could end the show right there because it's 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 like uh, when the, the pictures of the horse, season one, two, three are perfect drawings, and then it's like BoJack Horseman at the end. <laughs> yeah. That's how I would describe the show. Oh, I'm I, I like one through three is definitely worth a watch. Mike, if you're looking for a show. Oh, no, and, I've watched it. I've oh, watched. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I haven't watched four. I liked. Yeah. yeah, I liked the way that it ended. So, or didn't? I don't know. I liked the way season three concluded. Wait, is season four done yet? I don't know. I haven't watched it's, it. It's part one, <laughs> part two, part three, part four. They keep extending it to really milk it for everything it's got. For sure. That's why I'm not a big fan. Sure. And and I'm MJ trying... Honeybee, I'm I'm not off put by your. By the love for for John and Andrea. Um, oh, I, so so that's yeah. Let's talk about that. I'm trying to um, get this video that you sent me, JP, so I can share it. the the one earlier, the golf one. Uh, oh, yeah. 
um but it's uh you know it's on my phone here and um so the second you said golf i was like i have to show this to chris see if it's oh, oh yeah Rick's is fancy it's hilarious <laughs> golf anime i just dude golf is not that great in real life let alone an anime good god i know it's the worst <laughs> oh, you wouldn't know it from the way from the way it's on at our house <laughs> And then they just talk about it, and my eyes just glaze over. I'm like, uh. <laughs> I know. I go, go, I go to the driving range every morning now. That's all. I'm like, I'm glad you love it. I just I, well, I fucking hate it. I can't. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so bad. From the mornings, I come home and I'm angry. I just, I can't work. I'm like, yeah, I couldn't hit a 58 today. Don't talk to me. <laughs> <laughs> Hit thirty balls, shanked every one of them. It's just one of those tilting experiences. It is, and then sometimes you hit the perfect drive. And you're like, all right, we can come back tomorrow. <laughs> I don't have that mental well, fortitude. It's tough. I do want to, uh, you know, being talking about it, I want to say that um, uh, we should everybody should check out MJ's channel. Yes, um, Wait, who's she MJ? is. So MJ is a friend uh, that we call her by a different name, but uh, just for her online presence, it's MJ. And she does uh, MJ Honeybee is the uh, is her name on Twitch. And she does a lot of um, Dead by Daylight game streams. So mm -hmm. everybody should go and check her out. Her channel is growing pretty well. And um, yeah, she's got, you can scare, you can use your like points on there to make like a scream happen. So then she freaks out when she's unexpected or, or nice change your voice and that sort of thing. Yeah. So, okay. I'm going to attempt to share this screen here and see if we can get this happening. Um, this here. I've watched people do this. That's okay. First, I, I got to, I'm going to have to start over. I think I can refresh it and then make it happen. So, okay. um, here refresh and slice. Hey, who's Sasuke slice? You haven't heard of Sasuke slice. They say he's going to be the number one golfer in the village. <sighs> number one in the village, but that's been my goal ever since my parents were killed by a four right golf ball. Wait, calm down. Bakugo bombs. Analyze that club swing, <laughs> that swing is trash. He's going to slice that all the way into the trees. <laughs> Where did that club speed come from? He was swinging so <laughs> slow in his practice swing, but that thing's going to be a bomb. That's the farthest drive I've ever seen. He's going to hit that farther than Deku DeChambeau. <laughs> Tough break. <laughs> Look at this idiot. I knew he was going to slice it right into that tree. Now the only option he has left is to punch out into the fairway. This round is mine. <laughs> what an idiot. He just sent that all the way to the other fairway. Wait, it's coming back. <gasps> coming back? He would have to slice that 180 degrees for that to come back and hit the green. There's no way. <laughs> How did he go from that spot? Hey, kid. Is he talking to me? They don't call me Sasuke Slice because I can't control my slice. They call me Sasuke Slice because I can slice it wherever I want to. First to the T, Sasuke Slice. God damn it. I hate everything about it. I hate the you lowest, so much. The lowest of budgeting 
animation to get the. <laughs> Whoa! Yeah, I can't believe yeah. it. Uh, but it's no. so like on point, though. It is. It was so perfect. I was just like, oh man. No, that's it. Was it was good? It was clever. Uh, I hate how good it was. And it's exactly, it's like, see, I explain my powers. Yes. I'm here and like, you're stunned. So I must take the opportunity to explain my powers to you. You know, it's perfect. That's exactly. The only way you could perform this is to do this exactly this way. Oh, you did it exactly (laughs) this way. (laughs) I'm going to try that next, next track weekend. I'm going to come off the track. I'm going to be like, red 139. Here's exactly how I did it. Like, (laughs) (laughs) And then you just do it. Yeah. Boom. Oh man, my cheeks hurt from smiling because I uh, just loved it. <laughs> good problem to have. Oh, yeah. that's good. All right. Well, um, thank you all for joining me. Uh, we'll get Phil's um, impressions next time. Um, Mike, I know you have something to promote. Let's start with you. Yeah, I've got an Instagram and a YouTube, which is just at track underscore mouse some uh racing and car stuffs for those that are interested it's cool you should like you should check it out even if you're not super into it or whatever you know it's very common for people now to put something from youtube on the background it's a cool thing to have that way if nothing else because you get the the like ambient noise and stuff like that yeah and it's it, it is kind of a um i don't know it's a lethargic thing to watch there's you know, a rhythm I always, to it yeah mm-hmm. so I'll be Go uploading uh, uploading an off-track incident out at Brainerd that I had this this last time, last month. Um, so, you say yeah, when I think of an off-track Mike? incident is Ricky Bobby, <clears throat> you're like, I'm on fire. In the car. I'm on fire. <laughs> I very much stayed in the car, yes. Oprah! <laughs> <Okay>. uh, <laughs> I just, I floored it. You know, you're supposed to come to a stop and stay off the track so you don't leak uh, fluids, and I was angry, and I didn't. And so instead, I dropped the hammer and just spun out of there, but destroyed parts of the car. So um, I figured, why only post the good stuff, right? Right. Yeah, that's right. Yep. Mm-hmm. Post the real stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, Andrea, JP, anything uh, we should know about? Well, podcast on the rocks. Yep. <laughs> podcast on the rocks. This uh, this next week, and uh, I don't know. We we've we've got we've floated around a lot of topics. Mission Impossible. Um, nice. Re like recap, rewind, retro look at. You know, um, mm-hmm. missing the right word that I'm looking for for that. But basically, going through the other Mission Impossible movies, being the new one is about to drop. Mm-hmm. Um, that's an option. Got some more horror movies coming out. Horror yes. movies coming out. We might talk about horror. Mm-hmm. Uh, this might be a hot take, but I feel like Mission Impossible is turning into Fast and Furious. <gasps> Whoa, that's Ooh. a hot take. Yeah, <laughs> that's like that's like your Man. bebop take. Oh shit! Is it? I could see. I know. Yeah. I could. I could see where you could get there from. I just watched like the trailer again, and there were some moments where I was like, ooh. Are going to space? Like, how can you do another insane, crazy stunt without killing yourself? Except that Tom Cruise actually does them. That's the difference. That, that We're not driving cars off of things into skyscraper windows and then just CGing the fuck up everything. You know, like this is someone well, actually that's, doing. That's it. like the, that's like the joy of the Fast and Furious. Is they're like, how can we just make this as Even stupidly unbelievable as possible? <laughs> Yeah, How can you jump across a freeway and hit a windshield and be like, I'm cool? 
Yeah, he's like, just cashing in. He's not even working out anymore. They literally have to like put a bodysuit of abs on him and like get tape around his arms because he's just a flabby fat guy now. Vin Diesel. Not my guy. Not my guy, but Vin Diesel. The Rock? Yeah. Oh, the Rock is my guy. He is pure. He is absolutely all muscle. Steroid. Yes, yes, he is. Yes. He is it's not natural. I'm not. I'm not saying that's natural. <laughs> I'm just saying there's no CGI. <laughs> no, he is 100. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I will say okay. for IRL plugs, Lincoln Lawyer season two just dropped. I just forced my wife to watch season one with me again, and I really enjoyed that. Sure. So it's on Netflix okay. if you're looking for people entertainment. It's shonen, but like in real life. Okay. All right. Nice. <laughs> all right that's it that'll do it from us thank you all for joining me and um we will see you next time catch you on the flip side <laughs> all right see you. john can you still hear me i can you <laughs> might be you might be on the stream i don't know how this works